friends, and welcome back to The Known Podcast. I'm Liz Burns, and today I interview my friend Judy Cotignola as we talk about expectation and the pressures on women today. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to The Known Podcast. Well, this weekend, my kids competed in a fine arts competition. Um, I am somebody who competed in tons of competitions growing up, but let me tell you, there is no fear and panic quite like being there for your child when they are competing. Like it is truly stressful as a mother to watch them know how much they've practiced, want them to do their best. I'm like sitting there smiling, but shaking, then waiting at the awards. And both my boys did really great. Joey had a preaching like sermon competition and Gavin did drums. They both placed. They both did incredible. Um, but it is way more nerve wracking for me to watch them as a mom perform and compete than it was ever for me because it's like at some point you're like they don't see how special my baby is. They don't know how much work they've put in. It's like you want to go talk to the judge, tell them all the stories of them. Like, he was the cutest baby. Like, you know you can't do that. That's insane. But it is really stressful. Um, Any other parents out there feel this pain and think it is far worse to watch your child compete than to do anything like that yourself? Let me know. (laughs) We'll be right back with more of The Known Podcast. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to The Known Podcast. And I am so excited to welcome my friend and our guest, Judy Cotignola. First of all, we already have bonded over having hard-to-pronounce last names. Absolutely. The as, Italian last names. As a former musician. Now, you're not born Italian. Oh, no, no. Okay. No, I married into this. You I did this willingly. This. I did. <laughs> I did this willingly. Cotignola. There you go. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. No, it is. Okay, so Judy, I know you and love you, but tell our listeners 30 seconds of who are you. Okay, I am married to Mark. I have three gorgeous girls, all young adults. I work at the Penn, Florida District Office of the Assemblies of God in the Women's Ministries Department. Yeah. And I'm an ordained minister with yes. the Assembly of God, and it's probably one of the things I'm the most proud about. Yeah, as and you should I be. I love that. Okay, so something you don't know about our podcast, but we're going to ask you now about pets because we love animals. Do you have pets in your home, Judy? I do. Tell us everything. I have (laughs) uh, a rescue dog (gasps) named Riley. Riley. Yes, and he is just, he's a really sweet dog. He's older. Oh, we love him. And so we we pray for him all the time because he's older and we're very concerned about that. Yeah. We used to have cats, but I developed um, allergies. Ooh. Yeah, we don't love that. No, it's terrible. <laughs> so we had to make a choice between mom having aphylactic shock and, yeah. or, you know, the cats. So we chose that I live. So Understandable. Um, yeah, understandable. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. We love talking about our pets. We always shout out. You know, we figure your pets are listening with you. So, 100%. You know, shout out dogs and cats. We love you. Not, she doesn't love the cats. but <laughs> <laughs> I love the cats. They just don't love they me. They don't love you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wanted to bring Judy on today. Um, I've been something we've been wanting to talk about here at Known is this idea, Judy, of expectation. Mm-hmm. So I love that expectation is silent 
and yes. that we don't realize we have expectation yes. often until that expectation goes unmet. Yes. So you go, oh, I'm super chill. No, I don't have any. F-. And then something mm-hmm. happens and you go, well, that really wasn't how I thought that should go. Yes. And when t- my husband and I have talked about expectation and marriage and how it can kill your marriage, because if you have expectation on your spouse and they meet your expectation, all they've done is get back to even. So there's no opportunity mm. for them to like bless you. But particularly today, Judy, I wanted to talk about expectation with women. What are we doing with expectation? Why have we placed this on us? What role, you know, does everything play? So I want to talk about all of it. First of all, what do you feel like is currently the biggest expectation you feel weighing on you as a woman? One of the biggest things I've struggled with probably for the last decade or more is caring for my home Mm. and my husband and my children and they're young adults I mean it's not the same certainly not in the same season you're in but also working outside of my home and then accepting opportunities to use the gifts that God has given mm. me that I know he's mm. given me yeah. and how to balance all of those things. Yes. And some of that is 100% self-inflicted. Yeah. Like no one is telling me that I have to have a house that looks like it should be ready for <laughs> any photo shoot. Yeah. But I feel this incredible obligation to do all things with perfection. Yeah. And I think that that's something mm. that, it just plagues us yeah. as a gender. I think we yeah. struggle with that a no. lot. You're, you're 100% right. Okay, do, if you don't mind me asking, how no, old are you now? I'm 53. Okay, you're 53. I'll be 40 in June. Um, do you think it changes from decade to decade, like that yes. expectation and like where it you know was in your 20s versus your 30s? Like, Do you think that changes? I do, and I think it changes with seasons. Like yeah. decades weren't always as important um, for those changes for me as the seasons were. I had children a little bit later, okay. so it's offset some of those decade things for me. Yeah. My kids were still quite young when I was in my 40s. Yeah. So um, now I have all college students mm-hmm. or – you know, out of college. And so it has changed the expectation for me. Um, so I don't have children in my house 24 seven, but they require something different from me. Oh yeah. And sometimes it's more difficult to give. Yeah. Well, and you said no one was putting this on you, but I think we can't not talk about like just how much we do some of this to each other. We do. You know, 100%. because like if I'm posting a picture of my beautiful house, mm-hmm. maybe somebody's looking at that going, oh, that's what the house is supposed to look like. Well, they don't know that I pushed all the junk to the side for the right? picture. Right. This is this is a this is an op. This is yeah. a camera op. This is the portion that I can show you and the rest of it is a hot mess. And that's OK. Um, and I, you know, I think a lot about the competition that we walk in all the time and some of the competition is um, designed just I think by the fact that we live in a fallen world and and we're constantly dealing with the renewing of our mind and what does that mean and 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 how do I do that and it's been a big life lesson for me yeah Um, I can't continue in this competition because I don't have the bandwidth to keep it up I just I just don't yeah um but when you're looking at someone on social media especially what you're seeing is the perfection of that moment yeah (laughs) 
And that's it's not, not representative of the whole lifestyle. No, ma'am, it is not. <laughs> but we don't know that. Mm-hmm. And so we assume, oh, okay, so if Pastor Liz can do this, then this must be the expectation <laughs> or the standard that everybody else has to meet. Right. And they right. don't know. Yeah. My husband calls it the highlight reel. The highlight reel. Yeah, like exactly. don't, you know, if you're a sports person, which I obviously am not, but being married now to a man with two sons, I know highlight reels are a player's best plays. Yes. And and that's what social media can be, you know. 100%. And you know, I'll have women come up to me and be like, I love how you, you know, keep it all together. And I will genuinely laugh because like two Saturdays ago, I'll tell you, like I was just having an emotional moment we had done a a memorial service in the day Mm. and then at night my son had his high school dance and I was just like life is really fast and cruel and I sat in my bed and Judy I ate a bag of share size M&Ms the bag (laughs) (laughs) yeah and like it says share but I like Like, to think like you don't know me like you don't (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean like who said Best That's to share, right. you know. So I shared with um, myself, it was great. <laughs> yeah, I shared with me, myself, <laughs> and I. Um, no, what what role do you think social media? I mean, we've touched on this now, but it can't be understated. What not only just what role do we play, but what role does social media implicitly have in this idea of expectation? Well, I I think um, I think it cannot be underestimated. I really cannot. I find people tell me all the time. Um, I need to take a break from social media. And mm. I believe what they're actually saying is I need to take a break from the emotional response Ooh. that I have to everybody else's social media. Oh, that's really good. I like that. Okay. So like it that. isn't just that um, social media is 24-7. It's the fact that I always have an emotional response to something that I see. It's good. Um, you know, even Twitter, you know, there's not as many pictures, but oh my lands, there are yeah. times it it my blood pressure is yes. through the roof yes. and i think okay i need to step away from this because i am no longer functioning in a renewed mind i am yeah. no longer functioning wow. as a woman of hmm. god i am now full 100% in jealousy mode hmm. and james tells us that where jealousy is all other manner of evil wow. lives wow so when we're competing with one another and and i and i'm seeing your successes on facebook I'll take it a step further. We see someone who we don't know their history. We don't yeah. know what they earned. Yeah. We don't know what they did to get where they are. Yeah. But we look at it and it seems fast wow. or easy. Hmm. And then we're angry. Yeah. Well, why does she get that? Yeah, we're stuck in our mundane going, exactly. man, I'm just, uh, you know, changing diapers That's today. It. I'm just, yeah. You know, why, why, why hmm. did God give her that opportunity? Hmm. Why does she have a husband hmm. or children wow. or whatever that meet this unspoken expectation that I have wow. that I mm. don't even know how to talk about. Wow. That's so good. I, I love the idea of actually getting to the root of it because yeah. social media break. And sure, sometimes it could be purely like, girl, this is too much of my day. I'm spending too much time. For but sure. getting to the heart of it, like, why is this my response? I love yeah. that just because that's a great life stock to take it's like a litmus test of why why am I what's broken in me that I'm having this reaction to your success like why can't I cheer for you and just be like you're my sister like I'm happy for you you know like (laughs) and I I think you you just stated the one thing that has been the biggest life lesson for me probably in the last decade there is this unspoken um just assumption that if you're gonna win then I have to lose Ooh. 
Okay. Or if I'm going to win, then you have to lose. Hmm. Um, in the business world, they call that um, the the zero standard, which hmm. means I can only be friends with someone who has the same education, has similar background than me, hmm. because we have to not be in competition with each other. That's just not, first of all, it's not realistic. And secondly, I can't see any good evidence for that in the word of God. I can't see hmm. anything where God says that's how we ought to that's be. That's good. Yeah. And so learning that my success or your success is not dependent on one of us failing and understanding that I can cheer for you and it doesn't diminish anything from me. So good. And I can be so proud of you yeah. because we're on the same team. Yeah. You have two boys yeah. and a husband that obviously loves sports. Yes. This whole concept of the team, you know, when you're playing baseball, the catcher can't win if the pitcher doesn't win. <laughs> right. One person on the team doesn't win unless the entire team That's right. wins. Yeah, don't tell Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans that, yes, though. They're all very excited oh, about Tom Brady. Excited. And they believe Tom will now carry the whole team. But that's just my bitter <laughs> Dallas Cowboy heart. So don't worry about that. I just had to throw that there in. There you go. No, But they I, really I'm just believe you. in the one guy, They Tom. believe yeah. in the one guy. Everybody else is just going to magically follow. Yeah, they're just excited for Tom. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> no, I um, in our Bible study book this morning, um, it's interesting because you talked about um, sort of how – I can wake up and I can immediately be in a sour mood because I saw something and it said it was it was even simple. It was just, oh, my friend and I out to dinner. But it's like, why didn't they invite me? You know? Bingo. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, or, you know, I see a woman who is older than me, has more kids than me, but looks real good. Looks, like, why is she so thin? Like, right, why does she right. why does she doing that? Or you like you said, why is her stage? Why is she speaking to 10,000 people? You know, yes. and it could sour you so fast. And I'm just like, man, I don't want that to be my expectation I don't want that to be my um you know I don't want that to be my experience so we've touched on this but at the heart of all of this okay has to be Jesus at the heart of everything so when we look at the list of expectation that God our father has on us it's oddly short very simple isn't it right like what is the baseline of expectation that God has for us as his daughters Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, <laughs> mind, and strength. Love your other, love others as yourself. Yeah. And so you can't do the second one unless you have the first one hmm. in practice. Now, I don't know that we ever completely master it. Yeah. But I believe it is a practice. Hmm. And recognizing when I am not loving my girlfriend as myself mm. and when I feel that tinge you know what I'm talking about yeah that, yeah ugh, yeah feeling and what what is at the heart of that God mm. what what have I not submitted to you what are you and I talking about right now that <laughs> is coming up in the way I feel about this woman who last week I had no problem having coffee with mm. so what is what is the issue yeah that's so good because I think we're so good at loving people in their hard times yeah. but is that only because I'm on the mountain oh, up good. and I could put my hand down that's to you? good that's so good <laughs> but what about the times when I'm going hey like you're up there can I cheer for you from down here yes. you know and um I do think we feed into some odd uh, you know and that's why <laughs> with known we talk about of course being known by God but known by others means they know you're good, bad, and ugly. Uh, vulnerable. And we say sometimes that's your metaphorical ugly. Sometimes that's just straight up your uh, physical. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, just knowing that 
when I get to a place of being really known, nothing has to change, but I am way more secure. So now I'm able to cheer you on. If you're on top looking down at me or if I'm looking down at you, you know, whatever it is, someone's always in front of you, someone's always behind you. Um, So then what do you think should be if there's any way to redeem this idea of expectation, okay, Mm -hmm. so that it doesn't all have to be bad, Mm -hmm. um, so that it can be – you know, positive. Because I think of even my kids. Like, I do have certain expectations. I have expectation they're going to hopefully clean their room. Are they meeting it? Not incredibly. But <laughs> but what is the way to sort of keep that from becoming this unhealthy thing? Is there a line? That's a really good question because I, I ask myself those kind of things. Um, what is the expectation that I'm allowed to have? I believe I'm allowed to expect you to be 100% you. Mm. I'm, I'm allowed to expect you to be vulnerable and you can have that same expectation for me. Yeah. See, it's one thing for me to expect you to be vulnerable, but then when I have to yeah. drop that, yeah. and you have a right to expect that from sure. me. If we're in relationship with each other, I think we have a right to um, difficult conversations. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and our expectation needs to always come back to am I loving God and am I loving this person and and I would love to tell you that I'm there all the time but that's not true it's just not true no I I, you know one thing that has really helped me Judy is whether it's Enneagram Myers-Briggs disc I do think like sort of learning that not everybody thinks like me oh wow (laughs) isn't that the truth well and isn't that Shouldn't that be pretty obvious? Um, it should be, but, but it's not. That's another <laughs> unspoken expectation yes. that we have. Why do you not see this? This is yes. so this is so obvious. Or Why? love language. Like, right. I'm like, shouldn't you have brought a gift? Because right. I brought you a gift. But people right. aren't gift givers. They're not gift givers. And, and like, they don't oh. understand that that was yeah. your love language and that you just told them that you love them by what you did. Yeah. Or like you said, I think we think it's bad to over communicate because we're like they should anticipate that but maybe not like maybe we need to change our expectation in that sense to like there's nothing wrong with spelling this out and that goes in our marriage too like sure does. it's not unromantic at Christmas that I send my husband links to the things that I'm like absolutely because I'm like hey this is what I want like right. I may as well get it and if right. not and I think he should know my every whim and desire like how how is he gonna yeah. know you know well and I don't always know my every whim and desire yeah. so why in the world would he have any clue what I what I need that's so true it's like if I don't know what I want how are you gonna I mean there's a few things that are pretty basic like I'll never turn my back on M&M's you know but right. it's like there you go. if you see a bag of M&M's you're pretty safe to pick it up but but, you know, this brown purse that I liked last year, I may not like it this year. That's you know? right. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think it's it's helpful when you do get take the time to get to know a person because you will say, oh, in my expectation, I put my own whole filter on it. You know, I said I expect our friendship to go like this because mm. this is how I want my friendship or I expected this to go like this. And, and really, like I said, you know, the freedom we could find if we would remove some of those expectations um, – for our, you know, listeners who are hearing this today and just wondering, how do you think you take stock? And we'll kind of close on this. How would be a great way to take stock today to start to rid ourselves of unhealthy expectation? How can you even, obviously we know this first step to any of that is identification, but how do we even do that? How do we identify our unhealthy expectations in order then to rid ourselves of them? Well, I, th- I think the first thing that we should probably 
consider is becoming more self-aware. Mm. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and self-awareness is painful. Yeah. Okay, without a doubt. It's painful. But it is so incredibly important mm-hmm. because if I am not aware of why I am reacting and responding in this way, I can't even start having the conversation. Yeah. So just recognizing, okay, when this happens, you know, not to bring a lot of psychology terms into this, yeah. but this situation triggers me. Right. Why? Why? Right. Why? Right. Why does this ruin my whole day? It's good. Why am I angry? Yeah. Why do I feel this jealousy? And it's none good. of us want to admit we're jealous. It's good. Yeah. I want you to think I'm great. Who? Me? Never. Right. I want you to think I'm super spiritual. I'm very, so very mature. centered. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But the truth is, at the core, there are still some broken places in my heart. And, oh, yeah. And I have to identify um, why do I feel that way. And sometimes um, journaling helps. Yeah. I Talking agree. to a girlfriend who loves you enough to say, mm-hmm. Judy, ouch, that's Oof. not reality. I know you feel that way right this minute. Judy, I don't want to have those conversations. That doesn't sound that fun. No. <laughs> but the depth of relationship. You're right. You're right. Because I think once we open ourselves to that, maybe we can see our blind spots. Sometimes, yes. you know, maybe someone says, "You, I noticed this is a pattern for you. And, oh, you know, yeah. yes. That hurts so That much. hurts. But that hurts a lot. I think you're right. And I think you just touched on the heart of it. You know, like if you're listening today and you say, I, would, I like this conversation. I want to rid my life of unrealistic expectation. I don't know where to start. Well, take note of the patterns in your life. That's good. You know, I had a friend who was struggling with illness and she was told to keep a journal of when her flares were ha- flare-ups exactly. were happening. Exactly, that's good. When are your emotional flare-ups happening? When are you triggered, as we said? And then what's at the root there? Maybe if you'll come to find out, oh, I don't like it when my plans are canceled. Well, you have an expectation mm. of control. You know, maybe it's, I don't like it when this happens. Well, okay, well, there's something there. And sort of learn from that. I think we can do a lot better. And I think that's a huge part of our journey, just to becoming more known and secure in Christ women. When we kill unrealistic expectation and instead live knowing all I have to do today is love God, love my neighbors, and say yes to what's in front of me. There you go. (laughs) Beautiful. Well, Judy, it has been a joy to have you, um, and you are welcome back to our known podcast anytime. Thank you. You can bring Mr. Riley the senior dog. I would love that. But no cats. No cats. (laughs) (laughs) Friends, thank you for listening, and we will be right back. Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Known Podcast. And it's time for the part of our show we call Know It. That's right. Something we think you should know about this week. And while this is not anything specific, I think I've just been bowled over lately by the joy and sheer excitement that Easter candy being back in stores has brought me. I think I'm coming to the controversial possible opinion that Easter candy is better than all other seasonal candies. You've got Cadbury eggs. You've got jelly beans of all varieties. You've got a plethora of peeps. Let me know, what do you think? Easter candy, better than regular candy? Other seasonal candy? Let us know and know it this week. We'll be right back. Well, that is it for this week's episode of The Known Podcast. Thank you for listening. My special thanks to my guest, Judy Carignola. And I just thank you guys for listening week after week, sharing with your friends when you like it. We will be back with more. But always remember, you are known and loved by God. We'll see you next week.